Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. All characters during the show, such as Donatella Iglesias, Jimmy Coconuts, and Tyler Jerry are copywritten and are satirical. Any similarity to any persons living or dead is completely coincidental. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! I know the human being and science can coexist peacefully. Hey everybody, this is Petri Dish. I'm Sean. This is Nathan. And today we have a special guest star, very sensuous 18-year-old Griffin Allen. Hi, that's me. Yeah, he's a really important member of this particular episode because today we're going to talk about vaping. It's this big subject that just blipped on the national radar. A lot of facts need clarification with vaping. So I just kind of walked around the local flea market and said, vaping, vaping. And then this guy tried to sell me some stuff. We brought him in. It's Griffin Allen. Yeah, I mean, we hosed him off a little bit. He had a lot of stuff on him. They didn't actually want me here. I just like hopped in his car. He cleaned up real good, though. I didn't even notice it. (laughs) (laughs) I like drove all the way from Tijuana to Los Angeles. And all of a sudden, I look back and there's a dirty ass white boy. And I'd be like, "Ah!" he was in the backseat with his head down. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly crept into your rearview mirror. (laughs) He's also our cousin. Yes. I feel like that's important to clarify (laughs) now. Yes. No, it besmirched him so disastrously. (laughs) He's a very cute boy. So. Vaping is this relatively new thing. I mean, it's 15 years old, so it's younger than Griffin. It's this popular way to get nicotine or THC slash cannabinoids into your lungs, and it's kind of purportedly safer than smoking. So, you know, we'll get into all the details, but I kind of want to lead off initially on this topic by saying that if you are not currently addicted to nicotine, there is not a good way or time to start being addicted to nicotine. So, like, I would very much suggest not fucking do it. Well, whoa, except before puberty, right? Because that way (laughs) your brain, your neurotoxins, (laughs) your your neuronal... Oh, hey, thanks for reminding me. This is an excellent time to say that we are not a healthcare podcast and are not a medical advice podcast. You cannot take anything that we say as medical advice. Anyway, listen... Don't get addicted. Just okay. drink alcohol. <laughs> Look, <laughs> nicotine. It's God's drug. Nicotine is super fucking addictive, and if you start using it, there's a very good chance that you're not going to be able to stop. And the drug itself, just nicotine, has negative health effects. Okay, so if you're not addicted, don't hop on the vape train. Okay, just fucking figure some other shit out. All right, smack people's butts or something. Have that be your high. All right. All of that said, let's we- hop in. Okay, guys, so we have our dealer here, Griffin, vaping extraordinaire. Tell us, like, where does vaping even come from? It feels like just like two years ago, all of a sudden, kids on the street were vaping. All right, right. So since I'm such an expert at vaping, I can tell you that it came out in the 60s, right? It was invented in the 60s, and it came into market in mid-2000s. So it's been around for like 15 years, right? You know, actually, I'm kind of curious about that. Why was it invented and then took like four decades for it to hit the market? Yeah, so part of it was... Um, it's like the story of sous vide, actually. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually a similar kind of thing, but one thing I would say is it wasn't in a super consumer-friendly form. Like the idea of vaporizing tobacco to be able to get the nicotine without actually burning anything. No one gave a fuck in the 60s. Well, not as many people. Right. Right. It was invented maybe like a year before the Surgeon General came out saying that, you know, the whole lung cancer thing and everything. So it came out right before that. And it was mostly like the dude patented it in like 63. And just a lot of the other companies around never really picked it up. It just wasn't of enough interest. And they were big. They were like pretty big devices. They weren't like miniaturized yet. Mm. So it's like cell phone from the 80s. You'd have to be like be sucking this like fucking yeah. something the size of an orphan child or something. It's, it was like putting your mouth on a car muffler and just like starting it. Griffin, stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Griffin. Plano's not that boring. <laughs> Speaking from experience, Griffin's like, you need a Subaru car muffler. <laughs> you, know, you, you, need, you want one of those pre-catalytic converter guys, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like, you want that tasty juice. Right. You want that zhuzh. Um, <laughs> anyway, it really wasn't until the mid-aughts, okay, like, you know, 2005, 2006. At that point, they kind of miniaturized it into a sexy, you know, it was like the iPod. Okay, so how do these magic miniature vapes make their power? How do they get you high? <laughs> yeah, sure. So they have a battery, and the battery runs to a heating element. And the heating element, it's just supplying heat to stuff to turn it from a liquid into a vapor, basically. Hmm. So Griffin, what gets you the better high? Vaporizing things or combusting things? Well, I like to imagine that combusting is more fun because, you know, combusting is like... Burning shit up. You burn. Yeah, I like burning things. Explosions. Yeah. See, Romania. <laughs> Nathan was bringing up sort of a big dichotomy in how you get nicotine into your body. He's so Marxist. <laughs> Dichotomies. Between vaporizing and combusting. Okay. And so uh, they're really kind of fundamentally different. The whole point of vaporizing is it's simply a phase transition, it's going from one kind of state of matter, a liquid, into another state of matter, a gas. Whereas combustion is actually a chemical reaction. So you're actually taking stuff and then you're changing what they are. It's breaking it down into carbon dioxide and water. And in that case, that's when you take a cigarette and you use a lighter and you actually start burning it, right? I mean, why is it that if you heat up some kind of a compound at a lower temperature, it vaporizes and that doesn't cause a chemical reaction, but then at a really high heat, it combusts? Like, I don't know why... Like, how do you change something from liquid to a gas without there being a chemical change? Yeah, I was actually wondering about that myself. Because, like, right here in the notes, it says that vaping is from, like, 300 to 900 degrees Fahrenheit. And combusting is, like, 1,000 to 3,000. So where's the threshold? Where does it cross? That's a really good question. First thing I would say is pretty much every molecule out there has some kind of temperature. That's basically the boiling point. And so at that temperature, that's when you start to see a lot of phase transition. That's just about giving the molecules enough energy so that they're bouncing around fast enough that they escape out into the air. I see. Okay. But if you get really hot, the actual chemical bonds between the different elements actually just like straight up fucking blows. Right, exactly. If you give it enough energy, then you start to see the chemical bonds start breaking down. Like right? Dr. That's Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. His body went boom, <laughs> and then it built itself again, but now he's blue with a cock. You did definitely with a cock, that's for sure. Watch Watchmen, HBO. Yeah. Secret about? sponsor. That's a small penis. 
No, man. Well, was... he, he can change its size. Yeah, that's true. It's his choice, really. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of us, know, he man. keeps it small. Why does he keep it small? Is it because, like... I think you it's know? easier to store. Look at Griffin coming <laughs> here with dick swinging past his knees, belittling <laughs> us small blue dick guys. Yeah. Okay, rude. You know, the Greeks like the small penis. I've seen <laughs> that, the statues. That's true. Because it was their butts, too. <laughs> they all had point. a stake in society, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, we are so fucking far off what we're supposed to be talking about. Tell me about babes, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay, some part of that was really useful. <laughs> <laughs> the anal sex part. <laughs> no, the chemical reactions part. So, it is definitely true that if you get things hot enough, you will start to see a lot of chemical reactions happen. Now, at lower temperatures, you'll still see some chemical reactions. They sort of overlap some. And some chemicals only vaporize at very high temperatures. So there are some things where the difference between vaping and combustion would be kind of hard to find the right point for that. But things like nicotine, THC, cannabinoids, all of these things vaporize in kind of this lower range that you were talking about, usually around 325 Fahrenheit to maybe 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Whereas combustion, actually starting to see shit break down, you make that black smoke, right? you know, all of that, that's actually happening above 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. What happens between there? Yeah, so you start to see more and more of the stuff vaporize, and you start to see a little bit more combustion. So right. there's actually- A few of them get extra heat and they're like, whoa, blah. Yeah, so there's actually some studies that suggest that you might start to see some of the chemicals in- the vaping juice break down at those temperatures in between the 500 degrees and 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. I would drink vape juice. Vape juice. <laughs> well, we'll get to this a little bit later in the health part, but oh. fucking definitely don't drink vape juice. Dude, fuck you, bro. I drink vape juice, dude. <laughs> Nicotine is like one of the most potent toxins that we know about. Yeah, dude. And even spilling some on your skin might be enough to give you some acute nicotine toxicity. Killed Socrates. Okay, just give him straight... Dude, vape juice, okay? See, and he was like, I accept this because I've been part of this society. I must accept also its punishments. I do think it's funny to think of Socrates just like... He's vaping? Just He's like, some vape juice? Just sucking down a cartridge of vape juice. Oh, boy! <laughs> Wait, All so right. Griff, what I'm curious about is like, word on the street, Plano, Texas, do people prefer vaping over cigarettes or vice versa? Like, is it a... Does it get you different highs, or is it like cigarettes cost more because of taxation now? Well, I think actually that vapes cost a lot more because you gotta like go out and buy the pods, right? But it's oh. like you can conceal it, so you can do it in oh. class. And you can like hop in your uh, biology class, and while she's talking about nuts and stuff, you can be like, Griffin, that teacher is abusing you. <laughs> she, she's not telling the other students about nuts and stuff. Hold on, look, God damn, this guy's a high schooler, everybody. Okay, He's, this is happening in your high schools. That's yeah. true. All right, is teachers talking to the kids about nuts? And then the kids sucking. I'm just over here smelling cotton candy. Fucking like, licking what? vape pens lavishly. It's funny because I'm actually not as hip to like vaping news as other people. So when he says smelling cotton candy, my immediate mind goes to like, who's letting cotton candy into these <laughs> classrooms? I never got cotton candy yeah, in uh-huh. my classrooms. Yep. Yeah, so. God, fuck <laughs> So vaporizing um, is a percentage game, isn't well, it, Well, no, here's one of the things is that Griffin's talking about going out there and you buy some pods or something, but there's a lot of diversity in the kind of vape pens you can get. You can get jewels. You can get, so there's all these brands, right? right? And there's not a lot of standardization and there's not a lot of regulation about 
how high the voltages go up, how hot the heating coil can get. Well, I don't want government in my vape pens. Right. So maybe you don't. It's the Second Amendment. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Second exactly. Amendment right, bro. <laughs> yeah. They can't take our vape guns. But um, it's possible that in some of these pens, you know, back maybe a few years ago when the market wasn't quite as big, there was a little bit more experimentation. People were like kind of modding their vape pens and everything like that. You would see some explosions and things because a heating element's getting pretty hot. Cool. Um, nowadays, I don't think that happens quite as much, but it is possible that you could get coils that are defective that might heat things up to the combustion levels. And combustion definitely creates more chemicals that you're breathing into your lungs. And so just intrinsically can be more dangerous in that sense. And the thing is that vaporizing, like Nathan alluded to, is a percentage game. The higher in the sort of vaporizing scale you go temperature-wise, the higher up you go, usually the more nicotine you'll actually kick up into the vapor. And so that leads a lot of people to really want to crank up the voltages, crank up the temperature on their vape pens. But... Again, that can start to lead you closer and closer to combustion territory. Hey, uh, so Sean, you were talking about like the juice and yep. uh, the e-liquid. Yep. So like, can you vape anything else? Yeah. What's in these pods, baby bitch? Okay, so I would say the most popular kind of thing would be juice or e-liquid or like a THC oil or it's something like that. a little like that. OJ Simpson extract. Yeah. In there. Some of the juice. Very good. That's very good, buddy. <laughs> I'm proud of you. He didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's been a little while, you know? I mean, it's not exactly topical, but that's good. That's good. Dude, ESPN had a good documentary <laughs> on him. Okay, but those aren't the only things. So we'll talk more detail about what those guys are, but you can also vape wax or dabs. You guys know what those are? I mean, I, I think generally speaking. Not, not beeswax. Go ahead drug. and explain it. Okay, it's basically a butane-based extraction of THC out of butane marijuana. Butane is a bastard gas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, f*** me. Okay, yes. Yes. So it's an extraction of THC out of marijuana, and then you remove the butane, so you get a really, really high concentration of THC. Mm. You get this really thick, kind of viscous, almost waxy product that is like 80% THC. That's pretty cool. Okay. And you can vape that. Damn. Yeah. And that's a lot of fucking THC. So that, that's a fun times thing. You can also vape dry herb, which means you take marijuana and you grind it up and then you put it into a vape pen and you vape it. Okay, cool. It yeah. seems like a lot of work. Well, it's I a lot mean, of science. You know, if you want that fresh THC into your body, sometimes you got to do the work. And if you, in theory, think this is actually healthier than combustion, then maybe it is worth it. Well, right. the thing about that is I'm thinking like, if a stoner really wants to get that dry herb, do you think a stoner is really going to go out of his way to like grind up that dry herb? I think you they just get a do. Dude, people love their paraphernalia. And you would not believe the work ethic of people who smoke weed. Dude. Like having no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Those motherfuckers. If you, put, if you put like a rock in front of them, they aren't going to go around it. They're going to turn around and go home. Yeah, I think it really depends on what kind of stoner you got going on. You know? I know very entrepreneurial stoners. Okay, I don't know the stoners you got, Griffin. Okay, but stoners I got, it's they were It's those Texas stoners. They yeah. just don't have any work ethic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> taking our tax dollars. Okay. <laughs> so let's start out. Let's talk about e-liquid, a.k.a. hoose. Were we not just talking about e-liquid? We were talking about wax and dry herb. Oh, my bad. Now let's hit up what is basically the most popular one. Okay, okay. let's talk about e-liquid. Yeah, so e-liquid is your drug of choice. Usually e-liquids, we're talking about nicotine. 
and it's dissolved in a solvent like propylene glycol or glycerin. Is it called e-liquid because it has a lot of vitamin E acetate? <laughs> no, the vitamin E acetate's more the THC one. We'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. I think it's called e-liquid because they were called e-cigarettes. Okay. Fancy. You know so what it's mean? really just drug liquid. Yeah. Yeah, okay. drug liquid. So you get this kind of oily sort of substance, and then inside of your vape, you also have this wick, usually made out of like cotton or ceramic or something like that, and that kind of absorbs the e-liquid and brings it close to the heating coil. And then the heating coil will heat up the e-liquid, make it vaporize, and then you suck it on down. Cool. E-liquid can have a lot of stuff in it. So aside from the three things I mentioned, maybe 1% nicotine, it varies. It depends on how much nicotine you want to get. But then otherwise, it's usually evenly split between propylene glycol and glycerin. But you can toss in some flavoring stuff. Why do you want propylene glycol and glycerin? Why do you want them? Yeah, what are they? Oh, they're just basically the solvent that keeps the nicotine dissolved in a liquid form. Are they organic? Are they free range? Oh, boy. I only smoke uh, free range e-liquids. Glycerin is usually extracted from vegetables. Okay, that's good, because I'm also vegan. I think propylene glycol is actually from uh, petroleum. That's good, too, because I'm vegan. Okay, (laughs) if it was from cow, I couldn't smoke it. That's true. Yeah, I, be- I believe right. in American petrochemical industries. You're so, very brave. So, Sean, um, I actually looked it up. Apparently, you can also be sucking tin, like sure. metal, into your lungs of when course. you do this. Yep. Is that true? Yeah. So, usually, it's not from having tin or lead or arsenic or iron. <laughs> this list gets worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not usually yeah. from having these metals in the e-liquid. Usually, it's from having some of these metals kind of in the cartridge or the heating coil. And if you have kind of an inappropriate heating element or it heats up too high, it's thought that maybe some of these metals can leach out and then also vaporize. Fuck. And some people do end up breathing in some of this stuff. So what you're telling me is it's hard to like stay healthy when you're doing this? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have a whole fucking section well, about let's not how, get political. how you're going to get ass blasted. But I will say that generally speaking... Your lungs are designed for air to go into them and not this is most air. other things. No. It's, it's certainly a it's gas. Like, it's like air plus. It's air plus. Yeah. Dude, that should be a new company. Air plus cigarettes. Yeah. Make that You're air, but not gay. Okay. I think that's going to be a sponsor sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, dude. <Air> um, <laughs> but yeah. So I would say the main thing is, you know, your lungs like some oxygen, some nitrogen. Right. It's actually a pretty straightforward. There's really just a few molecules that it likes. Yeah. And everything else is dog shit. Your lungs are kind of the pansiest organ. Right. Realistically. Like, they get damaged by all kinds of shit. Asbestos. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. Well, asbestos is bad because they're tiny little shards, basically, right? So they yep. just get all up in your broccolis and, and yeah. really fuck them. Yeah. I didn't know that you had pasta in your lungs, Nathan. Broncololi? You son of a bitch, Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Don't you know I'm dyslexic? How could you, Griffin? (laughs) Okay, just because I don't know how to say the good science words like you. Okay, you fancy educated man. Yeah, the bronchi and stuff. Whatever, it was good. It was good. I was real proud that you made the right kind of B sound. Beat him up. Beat him up, (laughs) (laughs) Sean. So, in any case, you have these e-liquids, and a lot of times you can also add flavoring compounds to get that sweet, sweet flavor in there. That's the candy con that he was just referencing. Uh, yeah, the cotton the candy. Cucumber. Yeah. Everybody loves cucumber, bro. Really? Yeah. Cucumber's what's hot on the streets right cucumber now? Cucumber and mint, and then straight tobacco. Oh, straight tobacco. Straight tobacco. I like that. 
Tobacco is a flavor they add in. Wow, that's. I mean, I guess that makes sense because it's just nicotine. It doesn't right. have the plant stuff. Right, exactly. So they that's, add that flavor in. That's pretty cool. I had heard for a while that mango was popular, but it sounds like cucumber has supplanted mango. Yeah, the um, government banned mango. They were like, <laughs> no more mango. What a bunch of Is that true? Pansies. Uh, it's not on the market. <laughs> Alex Jones we, over here. We okay. have to trust. We have to trust our 18-year-old dude on the street. <laughs> Fucking Griffin the over correspondent. here. Griffin yeah. Jones is going to be running around being like, you know who didn't have vapes was Sandy Hook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really happen? I don't know. Oh, boy. That was fucked up. She can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's also a situation that can happen in sort of your regular vapes called a dry vape or a dry pull. And it's when you have these like kind of cotton wicks, right? And the e-liquid kind of soaks the cotton wick. And that's what gets vaporized by the heating element. But if it hasn't kind of soaked in enough, if the e-liquid hasn't soaked in enough and the cotton is still a little dry, the heating element can actually burn that cotton and then way overheat. And so you're basically just breathing in burning cotton. Mm, nice. Not great for you. That's um, my favorite flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually people notice pretty quickly that they fucked up that bad. But that that is probably a good way to get some pretty noxious shit into your lungs. Mm. Is there any other substance? Yeah. Let's take a break and then I'll talk a little bit more about how we do the wax and the dry herb vaping, which is a little bit different. Right, cool. It's nearly Thanksgiving, so if you're not thinking about prom, you're an idiot. Anything can happen. You can have your limo, you're wearing your dress, and then your date's dead. You got a plan for that, stupid? You need a prom insurance, and now you got it with me, Griff. I'm Griffin Allen, and I'm a seasoned prom man, certified in all 50 states. I even got my own car, so I can drive to you and take you to prom in style. Call in the next 30 minutes and I'll give you extra griff. Lips not included, so you hurry up and call me, Griff, to get some prom insurance today. Hey guys, we are back. And you know, when we left off, we were talking about e-liquids and juices and all that stuff. And so I just wanted to really briefly touch on some of the other things that you can vape. We already mentioned them, the wax and dry herb. And the main idea is that, you know, with wax, which is this really high percent THC, a lot of people also can inhale this through a process called dabbing. Isn't that a dance? Yeah, dabbing is a dance. Good job, buddy. Dude, Griffin just did a dab. I just did it. I'm very proud of you. That was pretty good. Yes. I fell over when I tried doing it. Like, oh, yeah. Ago. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, fuck! It didn't work out. <laughs> Broke my toe. Yeah. I'm so basically, dabbing and vaping wax, it's kind of a similar process. The main difference is that um, vaping wax is sort of like putting the wax into an oven and then turning on that oven. The wax melts into a liquid and then vaporizes and you breathe it in. Cool. With dabbing, you're basically taking this kind of like nail, this like titanium nail, and you're heating it with like a blowtorch until it's like fucking hot as all hell. And then you're touching the wax onto it, and then the wax vaporizes immediately, and you just suck that down. That's pretty metal. So dabbing is a more involved process, more complicated. That's cool. But yeah, pretty metal. I think we're... The problem with this pod is I think we're making all this stuff sound kind of awesome. Like, I think I'm more interested in vaping now than I was at the beginning of the pod. (laughs) Just don't vape nicotine. I want to do that. And vitamin E acetate. I'm just going to vape oregano. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, actually, you know, we were talking about the 60s and that dude who first invented it. Yeah. His first version of it didn't have any nicotine at all. What was his name? 
Uh, Louis Pastor? Jimmy Schmidt. No, I don't Jimmy know his Schmidt. name. I don't know his name. It's Charlie Manson. It's Warren Buffett. That's Warren Buffett. Oh, my God. That's how he made his first money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then dry herb, which sounds kind of like just smoking marijuana, yeah. is potentially different. Some people, when they are hypothetically vaping marijuana as dry herb, what they're actually doing is just smoking it in a vape pen. As in the, the dry herb touches the coil, it burns, and then they're smoking it. Okay. So so is that actually vaping? Because it sounds like it might just be combustion. Dry herb, sometimes it is just combustion, okay? But you can have specially designed vape pens that separate the dry herb away from the heating element, and then it's much more like an oven, and it's supposed to bring up the dry herb to a temperature lower than if you were smoking a blunt or something like that. So, e-liquid slash juice slash THC oil or wax, or dry herb. There's a lot of ways that you can vape, all these varieties, and a lot of them have different kinds of specialized vape pens. Cool. And then another way that you can differentiate these vape pens is whether they work on a cartridge versus a tank system. What do you prefer, Griffin? You like your cartridges or you like your tanks? Or like, what's hip on the street? Dude. Street Griff. Cartridges are for dorks, bro. I'm all about the tank. You See? gotta get the tank in there. Look at this guy. I don't know if he's being facetious or not, but tanks are currently more popular. Really? The, I have no idea what the difference is. Yeah, so yeah, the I, cartridge actually, design. I, I mean, to take a step back from facetiousness, I am kind of curious, do like high schoolers, do they tend to use cartridges or tanks in your I don't experience? know. They just yell, hey, bro, you got yeah, the just smoke? <laughs> they're sure. Like, they're not having like in-depth conversations about their preferences with you, Griffin? No, no, no. They don't really know many science words. That's why they're it's a good point. <laughs> All right, so way back when, in the early days of the vaping, so 2006 or so, the first ones out looked like cigarettes. Okay? Yeah, okay, yeah. And they were kind of called e-cigarettes, and they were disposable. Right, because you kind of want it to look like something people are familiar with. Right, and I think the idea was that people were already accustomed to seeing somebody sucking on a cigarette, uh, as opposed to, like, sucking on a robot-looking thing, right. you know? So they wanted socially to be more acceptable. But the genius of something like Juul is that if you design it to look a little bit different and more space-agey, almost like a USB, then teachers won't know what you're doing. Right, yes, yes, exactly. And then you can have these other kinds of systems that are like, you know, it looks sort of Matrix, Blade Runner-esque. Right. You know, you're sucking on an android. Wachowski siblings. Yeah, very sensuous. Um, hey, so you were just talking about like the SIGs and then the jewels or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about box mods? I don't. What's I a know. box mod? Dude, it's crazy. I just looked it up. It's got like, it's like the latest signature vape box to like, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, what, you're going to have to say more words about yeah, this. Dude, interchanging different batteries, atomizers and tanks. Okay, so it's like a tank based deal. Uh, yeah, so, so now tanking is becoming like a very properly branded part of the industry. Well, I think like a lot of things, especially in kind of this tech-oriented world, people like to be able to modify or customize their experience. It's kind of the Apple versus Microsoft thing. If some people want like a really sexy product, other people want a customizable product. Right, and cartridges are pre-made, pre-loaded with a certain juice, a certain amount. They have a battery built in. That battery runs out pretty much when the juice runs out. You right? just look so good saying juice. Yeah, you like that? Something about your lips. None of the people can see it. I'm still here. It's imagination. <laughs> the most important format used to be oral poetry. You couldn't see Achilles, but like you would imagine Achilles through the performance of the person. When you say juice and I say you look good, it creates an image in the mind 
of the listener, Lance Jung. You're listening right now. You imagine my brother's lips right now. And that's part of the poetry of an audio format. Hey, so like, is a tank more expensive? <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Griffin. Whew, fuck me. God damn, Nathan. Jesus Christ. Tanks are more expensive. Usually you can fill them up with more juice. And there's some more customization options for the battery or the batteries can recharge or hold more charge. So you can use them for longer in between refills. Right. So the upfront cost is more, but it's not just customization. You also just get to keep it, whereas cartridges tend to be disposable. Exactly. And in a certain sense, usually for just going out and buying a juice that you want, you can mix things up. You could have less nicotine one day, or you could switch over from nicotine to THC or something like that. Cool. And THC is like good for you, right? Like glaucoma, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing I would say is that most medical professionals would caution that kids should not take pretty much any drug if they can help it. Right. But most kids don't have glaucoma, right? Yeah, yeah, most kids just have anxiety and they just want to get high. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But listen, that's what buttholes are for. What? (laughs) (laughs) See, now you're popping off. All right. (laughs) Wait, but uh, I knew this kid who was like, super autistic like you know how there's like autistic but like good at math and there's just like autistic like this guy was like real deep full-blown autistic and his parents started giving him terpenes and it really helped him Mm -hmm. are terpenes or like whatever the liquid thc stuff is is that better than like vaping or combusting it so part of your question is if you were to eat something or something like that yeah like if you gotta stomach eyes it right okay so Digest. what I would say is generally speaking, let's say for THC for right now, terpenes are kind of their own class of molecule. But let's say THC, if you have an edible of THC, usually it takes longer to get into your system and generally less of it will get into your system than if you breathe it in through your lungs. But anything that you're breathing in through your lungs is probably not good for you. The lungs is really just the worst way to get most things into your body. Like, it's for oxygen, it's for nitrogen, it's for carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I'd, I'd say <laughs> it can handle like, carbon dioxide. Can we yeah. just say that, like, lungs suck? Is that a thing that I can just say? That's really right, right? Like, yeah. lungs suck. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say it. That's exactly accurate. Shout out to everything that's not lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would generally say don't vape. If you're going to take drugs in some kind of way... I'm fucking uh, gonna vote Bloomberg over here, trying to regulate everything, huh? Well, it's just drugs are really complicated. Don't people man. have a right to die? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Second Amendment again. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Right to kid, die. Kids' brains are still developing, and we're gonna get to kids later. Okay, yeah. we're gonna get to kids later. For right now, <laughs> look, what is vaping actually good for? Yes. Okay. okay. Vaping is good at delivering the drugs. Nicotine, THC, cannabinoids, terpenes. Cool. Like, it actually does that part. That's not bullshit. Drugs do get vaporized. You do breathe them in. They get into your bloodstream through your lungs. So, if that was your goal, like, congratulations. Well, and you can control for a lot more things than with whatever plants you'd be smoking when you're just combusting them, right? Yeah, so part of the conversation that gets really complicated is people will start comparing vaping to different things and sort of omitting what the comparison is when they say words like, oh, vaping is good then, right? But it's all in comparison to stuff. So in comparison to smoking a blunt or smoking a cigarette, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would say that the evidence is pretty clear that vaping results in 
a fewer number of chemicals entering into your lungs I mean, compared to cigarette smoke. It's still just as addictive, though, right? Yeah, right. So it's like, yeah. but compared to eating broccoli, vaping is worse. Yeah. So, right. like, compared to not smoking at like all, that. If it was like, <laughs> no, no, fuck no, you, no. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, the drugs are still the drugs. Nicotine is still addictive, kind of regardless of how you take it into your system. Yeah. But it's pretty well established at this point that there is a significant reduction in shit like tar, for example, hmm. that gets deposited into your lungs. In that, there's pretty much no tar. In vaping. Which, by the way, this is... Because it, it's funny. This is probably only me. But, like, when we say tar gets in your lungs, it's, like, very literally tar. Which is why when you cut open a lung that, like, a smoker has, it's, like, fucking darkness, right? It's like, up. it's, like, there's tongue in There's, like, literally tar in it. Yeah, but, yeah, like... there's, like, black shit. Yeah. You got, you got tar, but, like... I heard of this kid that had, like, glass-like shards in his lungs. Gross. Yeah, he so How Why do you smoke or vape to do that? Uh, I mean, it's a good question. It's a good question what caused those issues. There's a lot of different people who have different lung issues after vaping. Mm. In general, again, vaping involves breathing shit into your lungs. Mm. And even though the list of chemicals is way shorter from vaping compared to cigarette smoke. On some basic level, you just weren't kind of supposed to smoke those yeah, things. Yes, it is still a list of chemicals. <laughs> so you're still getting it in there. What I hate is when people are like vegan and health conscious but also smoke. And yeah. you're like, I think you suck. <laughs> <laughs> now, another thing that this is a little bit more controversial in terms of whether vaping works for this. It has to do with quitting smoking. OK, so one of the big moral arguments that was out there for vaping was the idea that people who already smoke cigarettes, they could switch over to vaping and then quit smoking. Right. And then, hey, that's awesome. Right? I'm seeing you have a crazy quote here that one out of seven Chinese people smoke. That's not true. What Sean has here is that a billion people smoke, which actually probably means that, like, most of China smokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's realistically. Like, it's like five out of seven. Because it's like seven billion people. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so, like, what's the effectiveness nicotine patch or vaping? Because there was a kid in my class who didn't have his vape with him. So he's like, hey, teacher, do you have, like, a nicotine patch? Yeah. Effectiveness in what? Quitting? Oh. Wait, so. he actually asked the teacher for the nicotine this patch? This is a true story. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's absurd. Nicotine patches plus counseling is an effective way for people to quit smoking. It works on some people. There is currently not enough evidence to say whether or not vaping also works. Like one of the thing about patches is usually they sort of ramp you down on the amount of nicotine you get. You start at a certain patch percent nicotine, and you kind of move down the patches until it's supposed to get you off the nicotine. Whereas vaping does not necessarily try to do that at all. Right. With vaping, you can pick how much nicotine you know what percent nicotine your juice is but you can also suck down all that juice in a day right you could end up getting more nicotine in a day than you were ever smoking that's like that's totally doable with vaping there's nothing actually structural to vaping that would mean you take less nicotine right and somewhat disturbingly a lot of people who start out vaping end up smoking cigarettes so it kind of just works the other way around right so smoking right has like secondhand smoke yep so getting mouth throat and lung cancer is common for smoking and people around you, right? Yep. So it can like affect a lot of people. But vaping doesn't really do that as much, right? Yeah, so there's some question as to how much people are exposed to secondhand nicotine from vapors after a person exhales from vaping. And some people might be exposed to some amount of nicotine, which there's sort of some new concerns about how big a deal that is, whether people can get addicted from secondhand vaping, basically. But 
there's currently not very good evidence that people would have concerns about increased incidence of head, throat, you know, these mouth and lung cancers. And but so, but yeah. it's also one of those things, though, where like, we didn't have great evidence for that with cigarettes until you gave it a couple decades and people got older and fucking got those cancers. Vaping, you're going to have to give it like a decade or two to really know that stuff, right? Yeah, so vaping is too early, and there haven't been good enough longitudinal studies yet to really have a perfect idea. A lot of the chemicals that we think are sort of the biggest causative agents for lung cancer don't really seem to be in e-juice. They don't seem to be in high enough levels in vaping to probably make a difference. But we have to see. Yeah, we're not sure. But it's probably true that if everyone in the world right now who was... Addicted to cigarettes, if they switched over to vaping, it would probably, public health-wise, be a very good thing. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but so secondhand smoking, like, pretty much just proven, like, what's the deal? And how much smoke has to be in a room for you to, like, get fucked up from secondhand smoking? Well, I mean, vaping, for instance, there's a lot of smoke or, like, vapor involved in that. And there's kids who are, like, just suck it in and then just blow it out and it's like a cloud just came out of their mouth. Is it because it's vapor that is different than smoking a cig? Yeah, so definitely in terms of the secondhand smoke risk to cancer, which is real. That's a confirmed situation. Communist. He just outed himself. And also does not require that much smoke. Really? Yeah. So, like, I traveled through Europe a little bit. I'm probably going to (laughs) die. Well, you're definitely going to die. I, like, sat in a Vienna coffee (laughs) shop for more than three minutes. You're 100% guaranteed to die. Yeah, I'm going to die. Whether it's cancer or not is kind of besides the point. Oh, sure. It it was in Vienna that you drank Stroh, right? I had a lot of stuff happen to me in Vienna. (laughs) Can you say that word again? Stroh. It's a very high-proof rum. Yeah, but then you also snorted, like, white tobacco or something, didn't you? Hey, Griffin's in the room, okay? Let's all calm down about what I snorted in Vienna. He's excited. All right, <laughs> he anyway. leaned in. He was like, I'm going to about this stroke. All right. Something all right. else he can take to Plano. But in any case, secondhand smoke is a very real phenomenon, and it's a very dangerous health phenomenon. And so I do think, actually, we would see really, really significant improvement in public health in places if people who were currently smoking switched over to vaping. But how about the secondhand vaping he's talking about with all these clouds? Yeah. So it's not clear. It's not right. clear whether or not there's enough of the nicotine or other chemicals to cause health risks to other people. So we, we, we just don't know. We right need now. to make sure we don't put legislation on it so we can really <laughs> see, right? Like we need those decades of research. Yeah. Let the world be your experiment. I mean, I know you're rock hard right now, Sean. That's like your dream. <laughs> I can see it. I'm across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a blue beacon right now. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about all of the ways that vaping does seem to have some kind of health risk involved. I'll mess you up. Are you mad? Do you want to see the world burn? Do you have mud blood? Well, fucking clean it with Rage Bidets. We clean ass angrily. Men's ass anywhere. Even taint. Which is sort of the point. Because we're Rage Bidets. Bidets are real. They shoot water up your butt. They clean it great while also pleasuring the male prostate. Do you like male prostate, Nate? Yeah, bro. Pickling feels good. So are you gay? Ah, your heteronormativity is making me so mad. So mad. I just made a little poop. Then spray it off with 
Rage bidets! This is not a place of business. We just like bidets. Not enough Americans have them installed. And we think if they did, they would all have cleaner butts. Ah! Okay, guys, we're back. Now Sean's gonna just Debbie Downer all you smokers out there. He's gonna tell you how you're gonna die. Although I think it's important, actually, just really quick. Sometimes smokers will tell me, well, I don't have cancer. And my grandpa smoked his whole life and didn't have cancer. I think it's important to say that, like, you don't have a 100% chance of getting lung cancer from smoking. You just have a much higher chance than the average person. And also, if you look across the world, there's actually been a really, really huge drop in the number of people with lung cancer. And it matches really, really well with the number of people who stopped smoking. So, like, it's very clear that they're connected. By the way, cancer is definitely not the only thing that can happen to you if you're smoking cigarettes. What you else could, can happen to you? Yeah. You could find love smoking outside with somebody. You meet new people. In and France. You find a new but girlfriend. Here, but here in California, you just, like, hook up with another homeless person. <laughs> that sure. doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers, Griffin. It sounds good okay. to me. Um, That's what sixes is for. Yeah, so, so smoking can give you emphysema. It can reduce the amount of air that you can hold in your lungs. It can give you asthma or exacerbate asthma if you already have it. It can make you just be coughing up gunk all the time it can cause reproductive issues whoa wait okay wait, take a, what do you mean by that it can give you erectile dysfunction ah! it can make your <laughs> fallopian tubes get all fucked up oh my god it's already my problem yeah i'm talking about your tubes right now buddy <laughs> um it just so, makes your penis not work right and Need it can that. also cause um arterial hardening and cardiovascular disease so smoking's not great but what i'm here to tell you guys is that vaping has its own risks Mm. Okay, so it's actually been in the news recently as this really big thing that now there's over 2,000 people who have been hospitalized with lung issues, and uh, out of those people, 40 of them have died. Fuck. Uh, That's not that many. Well, okay. so That's a worthy sacrifice to get to vape, I think. Yeah, Nathan, but there's also 2,000 who are currently hospitalized. Dude, hospitalized? Like, maybe they're just chilling. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they're probably using the state. They're just vibing out in the hospital? So, yeah. So, pick lines? So I do kind of want to contextualize a little bit. Because there's probably 40 million Americans that vape. And 2,000 have been hospitalized. Wait, I thought you said it was 40 million people worldwide. Is that what I said? Uh, well, no, see. no, no, no. There's got to be more. Yeah, it's 40, 40 million people million. globally. Oh, okay. Sorry. Then. Well, then. keep in mind, Griffin, that there's not like a bunch of Indian and like fucking Indonesian people running around being like, oh, man, I love vaping. It's like. Yeah, my bad. My bad. 41 million people worldwide, 18 million or so in America. And they're like America, all in Griffin's high school. That is true. <laughs> America I is a very large like, percentage. <laughs> so here's the thing is that out of that many people, 2,000 of them being hospitalized, is a relatively low percentage. Right. So there are definitely riskier things that we do with our lives. There are times where I feel like some of these health crises are kind of drummed up a little bit. Right. Well, so sometimes it's just very alarming to suddenly have otherwise healthy 18 and 19-year-olds in the hospital with lung problems. I guess it's just a philosophical difference between you and me. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just saying like... <laughs> I'm like waiting for an 18-year-old to drop dead from something. I think it's alarming... And also because there's this sort of mystery that was around of why it was happening and to whom, and people right. fear the unknown. And that gets scientists hard. Is you're oh, like, yeah. oh, why did they die? Rock hard. You want to figure it out. They're so, like your subject. So other scientists at the CDC tested 29 samples of lung juice. 
other scientists. Like, yeah. you're their friends. <laughs> I, I'm technically a scientist. <laughs> the CDC is, is way above you, buddy. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, just kidding. Sean's a sexy UCLA hot man. Oh, God damn it. You're fucking... You're such a derail. <laughs> Was I supposed to reveal that you're at UCLA? No, that's fine. Now I'm just saying you're talking you? too much. You gotta... <laughs> anyway, out of these 29 samples of lung liquid, 100% of them had a chemical in them called vitamin E acetate. Oh. And vitamin E acetate is a sometimes additive, usually to THC oil for vaping. We're going to go into more detail about vitamin E soon, right? Yes. And then out of these lung samples, 82% had THC in them. 69% also had nicotine in them. Nice. Which I will say is a pretty good example of how people usually vape both. That makes it difficult because if all these compounds are in most of them, it's hard to know exactly what's going on. What's killing who? Yeah, and I think... Vitamin E acetate being in 100% of them is one of the reasons why the CDC felt so confident to say that they think that it's one of the major causative factors. Right. But there are other compounds in these guys, and it's possible that some of these lung injuries could be from some other compound or some combination of compounds. We still need a few more decades of vaping to really sort it out. Yeah, so scientists get really uh, unnerved about speaking in absolutes. Right. Only Sith speak in absolutes. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser, dude. Sorry. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> All right. I'm kind of excited for Mandalorian. Me too. I really wasn't. And then I saw the second trailer, and, you know, Werner Herzog was like, it is a complicated profession. Yep. Killing. I just like Taika. That guy's awesome. Is Taika anyway, Waikaki in it? I mean, he's like, I think he's directing it, right? No, that's John Favreau, bro. Taika's recent movie was about Hitler. <laughs> It was about, yeah, it was about some dude who, like, okay, so, like, I'm 17 subscribed to, to 75. Plus. <laughs> 17 uh, yeah. to 75, Well, man. okay, so, right now, this lung issue has hit 49 out of the 50 states, and 79% of the sick people are under the age of 35. But the ages do range from 17 to 75. Well, that's when most people die. 34 is, like, a very <laughs> common year to die. No, no, these are pretty young, relatively healthy people that are suddenly showing up at the hospital, which is why doctors were eventually alarmed. See, at first, this disease looked a lot like pneumonia, uh, maybe even a bacterial pneumonia. Oh, okay. So at first, doctors were like, you know, okay, like, here's some antibiotics maybe to try to clear this up. And the kid just fucking dies anyway. Well, they they come back and they're like, it did not get better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this got worse. And so now I think that this is kind of out there. People who vape regularly might be kind of more alerted to that and more ready to discuss with their doctors the fact that this could be sort of this kind of lung issue. This is politically incorrect, but do you think someone vaping get pneumonia-like symptoms, they go to the doctor, they get antibiotics, they go home. Are these idiot motherfuckers still vaping throughout the whole thing? I don't know. It's addictive. It's almost as addictive That's as, true. Uh, that's I mean, a good point, Griffin. Yeah. That's it's a like good point. That's easy like... to forget. About what? <laughs> 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 Uncle Bobby, <laughs> you yeah. keep this guy's hands away from his crotch. Huh? No Nut November. No um, Nut November. <laughs> here's one thing that I do want to note is a plurality of people who vape in the world are in the U.S. The U.S. is the biggest vaping market. And most of them are fine. And most of them are fine. And also... By and large, we're not hearing reports of these kinds of lung issues in, like, Italy or China or something like that. Probably in America, we get so hopped up on new diseases, and other countries are probably underreported. It's possible. There are minor reports of maybe a similar kind of lung disease in the UK and Japan, which is interesting because those are also 
maybe the next couple of markets after the U.S. That makes sense. Okay, so this big lung disease thing, whether you think it's kind of like an overblown thing or not, you should be aware that that's kind of out there right now, that there are people that are being harmed by this, and that it can happen to people of any age, and they can be healthy. So let's go through these drugs. Yeah. Griffin, what's great about nicotine? Oh, nicotine's awesome. Yo, you got like... Nothing. <laughs> There's like nothing that's great about nicotine. This guy's very tricky. <laughs> yeah. um, the next thing that I want to say is that the drugs themselves can intrinsically have an effect on your body that can be negative. Okay. So nicotine is actually a very good example because it's highly addictive, but it also can change aspects of your blood pressure and blood flow in your body. It can lead to the development of heart disease, kidney disease, macular degeneration, Erectile the fuck is a macular? That's your eyes. Oh, I need those. Okay. <laughs> it is not clear whether it can be carcinogenic on its own. The science is still out on that. But it is one of the most addictive substances that we know about. It's also one of the most effective toxins that we know about. Like hemlock. Yeah, sure, like hemlock. So the thing about <laughs> nicotine is, cool. is that in its juice form, in its e-liquid form. <laughs> I just love you saying juice. <laughs> drinking it can kill the shit out of you. Sure. So it's like, do not drink e-liquid. The yeah, reason but it why. looks good. It yeah. looks good. I just want to put it in a cup and slurp it down. Yeah, it looks like and, monster energy drink. <laughs> and it can smell like cucumbers, according to Griffin. Okay, yeah, Griffin okay. just smelling these hard cucumbers. But stop fucking drinking, Griffin. Just fuck, shut your mouth and stop drinking it. And if I can clarify, the reason is that like when you combust or even vaporize nicotine, it's like you're fucking up the compound a little bit, so you're not just getting all that ass blast. Whereas if you digest it, you're getting maximum ass blast. I would say it's mainly dosing. Oh, okay. Usually in some sold amount of e-liquid, you can drink it very, very fast. But in a vape pen, you're I only going to vape a little bit of it at a time. Right. And vaping is not a 100% effective process, kind of like what you were getting at. Mm. So drinking it, especially just like down on the whole fucking thing. You'll just die. That's cool. That is some very extreme toxicity. This is why Tide Pods are so dangerous. Kids are very stupid. But nicotine, though, THC is tame in comparison to nicotine, right? Yeah, so THC has been illegal for so long that there hasn't been as much research on it as nicotine. So there's a lot more work that needs to go into what its effects on your body are. But one thing I will say in terms of toxicity, for example, is it's really hard to find a lethal dose of THC. Yeah, I thought THC like cured glaucoma. It helped energize your crystals in your house. So it's... Okay, what about Well... So at the very least that I want to say is that there might be some neurological issues that can happen from chronic or really intensive use. Well, that, I mean, that that really jives with my experience. (laughs) (laughs) And also, technically, THC can, over time, eventually increase your chances of heart attack or stroke. Can't that just be being old? Yes. Time can also do that. (laughs) That's just fucking uh, very smart. Nathan, how many adults have you seen pull a jewel out of their pocket and just go, like... Just suck it in. So when you say adults, how old are we talking? We're talking like 60, maybe? Yeah, none. I'm 18. (laughs) It's interesting because actually most of the adults I know fall out of usage because they're just too busy. I'm trying to think because I know some, I think, vaguely potheadish people. But also I feel like they also just kind of use less. 
Okay. I don't know. So one thing I do want to say is that these things that I'm saying about nicotine and THC slightly altered for when we're talking about kids and how fucking stupid kids are. Yeah, dude, in the notes, I see you got, LOL, kids are so dumb. Yep. Accurate. What do you mean? Are you offended by that, Griffin? <laughs> I'm so, not. I'm 18. I'm an adult. I don't care. So, yeah, yeah, Griffin's out of it, man. Incredibly, right now, based off of the number of kids that we could actually get to fess Yellow up to stream it, media. 20% of high schoolers... And one in 20 middle schoolers vape. I feel like it's higher than that. Yeah, so it might be. This is the number of kids that admitted to it. Yeah, I feel like it's actually most kids don't use it. And there's kids who got onto Adventure Time too young or just like fucking hitting it so hard. Dude, Adventure Time is deep. Yeah. Okay. Adventure Time's good. Dude, what I've learned from researching hippies extensively is that sometimes if you get too deep, you do a lot of drugs. Because you want to get deeper, and you need drugs to get even deeper. Adventure Time's a gateway drug. You guys are both saying true things, and it's <laughs> making it really difficult for me to get mad at you. Um, <laughs> you're, right. you're always a little mad. <laughs> I know, though. That's true. <laughs> you're so hot. All right, look. Your brain keeps developing until you're about 25. So all of the shit that you do that affects neural pathways before 25 have a relatively good chance of affecting you in a way that might last for much, much longer. What is a neural pathway? It's like a bunch of the individual neural cells forming different kinds of connections with each other. So let's say I'm thinking 2 plus 2 equals 4. Yep. That forms a neural pathway that's specific in my brain. And whenever I once again think 2 plus 2 equals 4, like little electrons got to run between my neurons and be like, Oh, fuck! Dude, I, <laughs> what? I, it's too cool. I have a crazy pathway right now, just trying to keep up with you guys. Yeah, Dude, okay. So this pathway, man. So My what, pathway is crazy. <laughs> one thing I want to say is that when you learn new things, that does physically change your brain. Okay, so that is true. That That's cool. It does physically change your brain. Like Pan's Labyrinth. How information is in... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, because like she imagines like fighting fascists, and then there's like a guy with like fucking eyeballs oh, in his hands. God damn it. Right? Okay, let's get back to it. Sean, what were we talking about? <laughs> when you're a kid, when you're young, when you're a teenager, all the way into your 20s, you have these changes. It's really active. You have a lot of neuroplasticity. And nicotine definitely fucks those up. Okay. It definitely fucks those up, especially when it comes to attention. THC might fuck those up. It's not clear how permanent that is or if it's something that can kind of be reversed over time. There's just, again, this is a place where we need more research. But the situation is it'd be really, really nice if kids would fucking stop, stop doing these drugs and just wait a little bit and then just do a shitload of drugs when you turn 26. Okay, just get fucking ass blasted, mm. but, but just wait a little bit. That'd be my preference. So we're talking about the toxic shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you, so you got gonna... here in the notes aldehyde. Yeah. The fuck is doesn't aldehyde just sound like a Dutch town? Does it? Yeah, it does. Okay, that's fuck good. you. It does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Look, so aldehydes are probably breakdown products from the sort of like propylene glycol and glycerin and stuff like that from overheating coils. So aldehydes, it's not clear how much of them are actually going to be hanging around when you're sucking in the vapor. Uh, it kind of depends on everyone's specific rig, which is one of the reasons right. why they're really hard to study. So this is actually a fuck up. This is not supposed to happen in a proper vaping situation. Yeah, yeah hypothetically. Dude. Yeah, the aldehydes are 
formed under stochastic conditions. Yeah. So it's hard to access the health risk from them. Did you just get excited because you saw stochastic in the I nose? did. I the really like that word. <laughs> I actually don't know what that means. Yeah. It, it, it means stoichiometry. Kind of, it's, it's kind of uh, environmentally random. Oh, okay. So it's a fuck up. Yeah. That's supposed to happen. Yeah. Aldehydes are a fuck up. Now, the next thing, kind of the big one that we talked about earlier is vitamin E acetate. Okay. And vitamin E acetate is vitamin E. Which is bad for you. No, vitamins Vitamins are bad for you. No. Is what I'm learning from this episode. You, you're coming in way too hot. Anyway, look. (laughs) So, so vitamin E is good for you, but pretty much we get all we need from our diet. Pretty much nobody's taking extra vitamin E. It's really not necessary. But even if you were taking extra vitamin E... Your lungs is not the place for it. Just right. eat it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, eat exactly. that shit. You eat it. Uh, some people use it topically. The natural use of vitamin E is sebum secretion. Uh, whatever. That's fucking, that's not important. Anyway, the point Gross. is vitamin E gets used in other ways, not in your lungs. Okay. And it's probably the case that vitamin E is actually very toxic for your lungs and not great. And you end up having inflammatory responses. Is it like asbestos where like the literal shape of vitamin E acetate kind of fucks with your bronchocookies? So it's not entirely clear if the issue is that vitamin E is signaling through pathways and proteins that are setting off different kinds of pathways in your cells. Well, that's some hard science you just said right there. It's possible that it's like that, or it's possible that because vitamin E is lipid-soluble, it's sort of fatty-like, it's kind of oily, that that might call in a lot of your immune cells to try to eat and remove that from your So lungs. it's almost like an autoimmune problem. It's going too hard on you. It's like an inflammatory problem. Interesting. Yeah. But because this is so new, we're not sure yet. Right, we're not sure yet. Uh, but vitamin E acetate is typically used to cut THC oils for vaping. And and some of the street cartridges, right? You can get up to like ninety percent of vitamin E acetate in there. Yeah, it's a ton, and it's kind of like uh, you know when they would cut cocaine with flour. You know what I mean? I don't do stuff like that. No, Sean. come on. You've, I've you've, never done that. I saw you put white stuff in your nose one time. No, that's, <laughs> that was someone else. It might have just been baking soda. Um, I've never done cocaine. Wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, and then look, because there's all these flavorings that are getting added in, it's possible that the flavorings aren't doing anything extra bad to you. It's totally possible. Again, they shouldn't be in your lungs because fucking almost nothing should be, right? And it's possible. Like right now, some of the flavoring stuff is getting banned in states. Mango! Yeah, exactly. And sometimes they're getting banned for like hypothetically health reasons, which I think are largely, for most flavors, are unfounded. It's just because they want to keep kids away from them. Right. I think that that's the bigger reason, and actually is a pretty good reason, because I really think that kids should not be vaping. It, the thought is like, oh, if it's like cucumber, then kids love cucumber, right? Is that, the, is is that, that how that works? Is that what kids <laughs> like these days? I don't think anybody likes cucumber, but it exists. Why is it the most popular then, you son of a bitch? I didn't say it was the most popular. I just said it was a flavor. They like mint. They like tobacco. They like that mango. I found a box of pods in the parking lot the other day that was just flavored like banana. Jesus, Griffin. Yeah. You need to go to a different school. One thing I will say is that popcorn, the popcorn butter flavor, that one they know for sure is toxic to your lungs. Interesting. Why, does that have something to do with popcorn lung? Yeah, that is what popcorn lung is. That's Is people who vaped these popcorn flavored juices and got diacetyl. Is that where it gets his name? Popcorn law? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's absurd. I didn't even know that. That's what it was, dude. Okay. Anyway, for some flavorings, 
I think once the science is done, we're going to find out some flavorings are really not good for you. And then there's probably going to be some flavorings that are just about as bad for you as anything in your lung, right? But uh, I think the, the moral of the story is that for vaping, it's kind of fucking complicated. You know what I mean? I think it's better than smoking, worse than doing nothing. I mean, that's why we really need to make sure that we vote for representatives who will not regulate vaping so we can have an extra 20 years of research so we can really ascertain the scientific nuances of vaping. I don't think that we should, like, schedule vaping. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that it should be, like, schedule one ass blast. Yeah. But I do think that people should be aware that vaping's out there. Parents, watch your kids. If you see, <laughs> if you see them licking a USB drive, that's a vape pen. <laughs> that's, that's not USB. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not them learning math or yeah. downloading a project. Any kind of electronic device, there's almost none of them that are supposed to be in their mouths. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It like, doesn't work like that. You can figure it out. I believe in you, parents. So just fucking try to keep your kids off of vaping. Because once you're addicted to nicotine, it's really, really difficult to stop. And a lot of people who vape also smoke cigarettes and that's like doing all of the worst shit what's your like personal stance on vaping like what do you think about it yeah well i'm a libertarian so (laughs) i'm like do whatever garbage you want to do to your body maximum (laughs) death but realistically i am a little bit on the libertarian side on this one i think the main thing is that i want people to be informed about what they're doing right sure like i think that part of libertarianism's conceit is that people know what's going on and then make a rational decision to do something and the problem or the fallacy is that oftentimes people are misled or don't know exactly i mean the problem with the libertarian argument about cigarettes in the mid-century was that people just didn't think that they were doing something that was biologically harmful yeah so (laughs) listen i I think it's time that we wrap this sucker up Mm -hmm. okay so i want to say thank you to our guest griffin for giving us the hot takes from the youth yeah thank you for having me is there anything that's been stored up inside you that you've wanted to say for this episode please help me they're keeping me hostage i don't want to be here anymore yeah i don't like that at all (laughs) i thought you were giving him like a coming out of the closet moment kind of thing what no i I, well i I certainly didn't give him a reveal our secret plot (laughs) i was whipped So, also, thank you to our sound lord, Stacey Song, who put up with a lot of bullshit on this episode. And thank you to me what? for being awesome, and, and for Sean for being our scientist. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Thank you to Brian Allen, our resident artist. Make sure to sign up for our Patreon. Give us money. We'll figure out benefits for you someday. Patreon.com slash Petri Dish. I'm going to be giving y'all money. Wow. Our guest is going to give us money. I'm your cousin. Yeah. That's how low we've sunk. It's even worse. (laughs) 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 All right. At Dish Podcast on Twitter. Petri Dish Pod at gmail.com. I'm sure some of you are very upset now. So go ahead. That's how you vent to us. I read them. Not Nathan. <laughs> so please be kind. All right. Well, Ick Benign Science, thank you, everybody. Have a good day.